Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Melvin Williams. I am the Director of Business Development here at MN Communications. I am excited to come to you today on this Monday evening. I'm truly excited to talk about 15 ways to protect your business from a cyber attack. Um, you know, there are some detriment things that are going on right now in our economy, in our world, where we live at socially with the social media platforms that we use uh, politically. Uh, cyber hacking, cyber criminals, and cyber activity is changing the way that we think. It's changing the way that we communicate. It's changing the way that we commerce, the way that we spend money, how we protect our money. And uh, small businesses are the backbone of the United States economy. And those little guys really need someone to be out there and protect them. So for the most part, that's what we're going to be discussing today, those 15 ways to protect your business from a cyber attack. And we're going to go ahead and jump right down into uh, what today's agenda is going to be. And um, our talking points for today is primarily going to be about operational resiliency, uh, making sure that your business can stay running if you experience a cyber attack or a hack hacking incident or a natural disaster or anything along those lines, making sure that you have a business continuity plan in place that's going to allow your business to maintain. You know, what are the biggest risks to a small business, the small and medium-sized business? Uh, cybersecurity having an image problem. Uh, did you know the latest statistics for 2018 in reference to businesses? We're going to look at some industry uh, threat reviews and uh, defense and response, um, making sure that we can defend against those attacks and having a plan in place to respond against them if we, are, uh, if we suffer uh, from an outbreak. So let's jump right back down into it here. Cybersecurity has an image problem. Small business owners think that they are too small to be targeted. You know, small businesses think that they need written policies about, they don't think that they need written policies about how to report and respond to a data breach. One in five small businesses will suffer a cyber breach this year alone, but yet they don't think that they're big enough to be impacted by these hackers, these cyber criminals. 81% of all breaches happen to small and medium-sized businesses. And this is particularly in 2018. 81% of all breaches happen to small and medium-sized businesses. You know, 97% of all those breaches could have been prevented by modern technology. And, and for the most part, you know, security doesn't have to be reactive or expensive. You know, we can go ahead and set up ways that we can protect against this before it actually happens. So we're going to dig a little bit deeper into some of those statistics and what is exactly happening, because the risk to the small to medium-sized business is very big. You know, according to Verizon Data Breach Investigation, 61% of breaches occur in small businesses last year. And just this year alone, that's an increase of 53%. You know, according to UPS Capital, breaches cost small businesses between $84,000 and $184,000. You know, 33% of those were firms, firms required three days to recover. Now, ask yourself this question. Do you have 
$184,000 on the low end of the spectrum? And do you have three days to be without making revenue? You know, what are your customers going to say when they call into your prospective business and the phone is off the hook because your business is down, because you can't access those pertinent resources that you told your customers that you would be able to provide for them, rain, snow, sleep, or shine? What is going to happen to you small business owners who feel as if they don't have to worry about these things? You know, to dig a little bit deeper into these particular statistics, 63% of all network intrusions are due to compromised user credentials. Who within the organization is lackadaisical with their username and passwords? An attacker spends about 146 days within the network before it's even detected. 146 days before your IT department detects it, before law enforcement detects it, before anyone even knows that they're there munching, crypto climbing, and doing everything behind the scenes within your network, stealing personal identifiable information from your valued customers. One in 131 emails contain malicious software, malware. 43% of all cyber attacks are aimed at small businesses. So let's just make sure we understand this properly. If we have 100 and 43% are aimed at small businesses, the small business owner needs to understand primarily that they need to start putting in parameters to make sure that they protect their organization. We're going to dig a little bit deeper on how to do that much further, but I have to get these small business owners, these stakers, the operation managers, those IT leaders to understand that security is a team effort and that the small business owner is the primary target. 78% of people claim to know the risk that comes with clicking on unknown link in an email, and yet they still do it. Are your employees invested into your business? Do they care that if they click on a suspicious link, that it can have your organization down for days? And if you're not making money, how do you pay them? It takes most businesses 197 days to detect a breach on their network. You know, that's 197 days to detect the breach. 81% of data breach victims do not have a system in place to self-detect. On an average, it takes 154 days to fully recover from a breach discovered by an internal party or a self-detect or either police or other uh, particular organizations. So are you, are you ready for that? You know, are you a part of that 81%? Is some cryptocurrency running around, creeping around in your organization right now? Is there malicious software within your organization? Well, if you say to yourself not, I'm going to go ahead and tell you about some organizations that happen right here in Pennsylvania. And let's start off with this. If the United States government can get hacked, your small business will. And within the last year, Senate Democrats were stuck with a ransomware attack, encrypting and shutting down the Senate's computer, locking them out of the networks, and rendering their data inaccessible. Rendering their data inaccessible. The Pennsylvania Senate had to pay over $700,000 to rebuild its IT infrastructure after a ransomware attack. $700,000. 
Chipotle, they were affected by a ransomware outbreak. The small, medium-sized businesses in our area, you know, Merck, you know, a pharmaceutical company within 2017 to 2018, they were affected. Philadelphia Women's Health Group, affected. Whole Foods, affected. These are the big guys. These are guys that are investing millions in dollars into security. And if they can be had, what makes you think that your small business cannot? Well, we're going to transition into the best way to mitigate the risks of a cyber attack is to really understand those threats. And from a small business perspective, if you have a website, if you participate in e-commerce and you offer your service through web applications, you're the number one target of a small business hacker. You know, those point of sales, those POS stations, you're falling right behind that. You know, lost and stolen assets are enabling hackers to get data, put it on the dark web. For those manufacturing companies who have spent a whole year lying, scheming, manipulating, only to get their product to market faster than someone else. Well, there's hackers out there that are waiting, lying, scheming, trying to get in your organization just to get your market product faster and to sell it off to someone else. You know, misuse of privileges, putting privileges on sticky notes. Small business owners need to understand these are the threats that they're facing or some of the threats that they're facing. We live in a digital world where hackers, you know, computers, cybercrime, fraud, all of these things are motivated by one thing and one thing alone, and that's money. So let's transition over to this particular picture. You know, can anyone who's walking and is participating in this webinar tell us what this is? You know, it happened in May of 2017. This is actually the global ransomware outbreak that we had. And I bring this picture up because it has a global significance to us. You know, even almost a year and a half later, look at the countries that are still experiencing that malicious software. And at the top of that market is the United States. More than a year later, we still have a problem with malicious software on our networks. And if the small business owner is the target, if the small and medium-sized businesses are being targeted at, mo at least half of the time, and we're the top country, wouldn't it behoove us to make sure that we protect ourselves and we understand the risks, the breaches, understanding that we need endpoint security? We need to make sure that we train our employees, email security, web security, mobile security, data protection and compliance security. All of this has to be put together into a package. And when you put all of that stuff together, it brings us down to 15 ways to protect your small business from a cyber attack. You can't know where you are or get to where you're going if you don't do an assessment. So one of the first ways to protect your business from a cyber attack is having a security assessment. It's important to establish a baseline and to close those existing vulnerabilities. When's the last time your business did a security assessment? Do you have a platform in place for your Office 365 to collect those spam emails? You know, making sure that your emails are not the target of attacks that originate in those emails, those attachments designed to reduce and expose attacks to your staff via email. Do you have that in place? Are you properly training your employees about the importance of 
of proper loggings, you know, a security procedure, you know, giving them examples uh, of, of what not to use and how not to use USB file storage and accessing that within the organization and making sure that they have policies in place that limit user access. Are you providing security awareness training to your employees? You know, the employees are the weakest link. They they are the main target for the hackers. So are you providing them with the resources to know how to spot a phishing email? You know, how to protect their data, proper security hygiene, making sure that they understand different trainings, giving them web-based training solutions to make sure that they understand the security procedures. Because one in five businesses will suffer a small business attack. Are you providing your organization with advanced endpoint and detection and response, making sure that you protect your computer's data from malware, viruses, cyber attacks with these endpoint securities. Today's latest technology solutions replace those outdated antivirus solutions. It actually protects against file-less and script-based threats. You can even roll back and ransomware attack. Are you implementing that into your organization? Do you have multi-factor authentication, utilizing multi-factor identification whenever you can, you know, include it into your network, making sure it's on those banking websites, on your social media, on those devices that you give your employees. Have a layer of protection to ensure that even if the password does get stolen, you can make sure that your data stays protected. You know, if we roll back to that global ransomware outbreak that we experienced, majority of the outbreak in the computers that suffered that outbreak, they suffered it because there was a patching issue. So are you keeping your computers computers up to date? You know, you need to keep your Microsoft, your Adobe, your Java, all of those other security solutions need to be updated. It protects against those critical vulnerabilities. You know, this can be done via automation. You don't even have to do anything. You know, dark web research. Are you making sure of that pertinent information or what information, personal information of your employees or other people within your organization, the stakeholders? Are you making sure that their information is not out in the web and it's not compromising your company? Do you do SIM logs or either do you work with a company that provides you with SIM log management? You know, a lot of times small businesses don't even realize that they're in a breach because uh, a, a malicious software will go in and it'll be in there and it won't do much. So then they'll look and, and they'll say, okay, nothing's happening. But if they check their SIM logs, you know, they'll be able to see What's really going on? You know, SIM logs use big data to engineer and review all events and security logs from a converted device to protect against advanced threats and to meet compliance requirements. So are you doing that? Do you have web gateway security? You know, Internet security is raw, rare against, uh, you know, against, it's a race against time. You know, cloud-based security texting, web-based tools, and email threats, you know, as they emerge on the Internet, you've got to be able to block them. You know, can you get that stuff blocked on your network within seconds? You know, in this environment where we say bring your own device, do you have mobile device security? You know, today's cyber criminals attempt to steal data or access your network by way of your employee's phone, your tablet, 
They're counting on you to neglect this piece of the puzzle. Like they said, they're counting on you to neglect this piece of the puzzle. Mobile device security has to close that gap. Do you have a replicable firewall within your organization? Do you take credit card payments? Is there a fence around your business? You know, I once heard someone say that you wouldn't put a $10 fence around a $100 horse. So why are small businesses growing their intellectual property, growing their business, expanding, creating an image, creating a reputation only to not protect it? Are you using encryption in your communication whenever possible? Are those files encrypted in rest or in motion? Because those cyber hackers, they're going to be hoping that they're not. And last, do you have a backup platform that's going to allow you to remediate any solution that you may experience? If you're in a disaster recovery, do you have file sharing? Is your backup solution going to give you the ability to bring those high availability applications up immediately after experiencing a breach? So if you're listening to this, ask yourself the question, do you do these 15 things? If you don't do these 15 things, you know, you need to work with small business owners like myself at MN Communications. You need to consult with us. We, we work with over 150 partners, partners that are hungry for your business, partners that can say that they protected their customers' infrastructure from a cyber breach. Partners who can say that they can give you endpoint security, cheap endpoint security. And when I say cheap, I mean non-expensive endpoint security. Partners who provide you with email security, web security, mobile security, network security. You don't have to do it by yourself anymore. And I'm going to wrap this up with these non-specific industries that I wanted to touch on because these particular industries really need to take a look at some of the things that they're experiencing. You know, so for example, if you are in the accommodation industry, I want you to know that your mobile applications or your web applications are the target of hackers. If you're in the retail industry, those points of sales stations, those are where the hackers are targeting if you're in the education industry, understand that hackers are targeting social engineer information because it's easy to get to that information. If you're in the financial industry, understand that the points of sale stations, the website security, your mobile applications that you provide access to your infrastructure on, hackers are targeting that. If you're in the healthcare industry, the one industry where employees are your number one target, your employees, them losing the data, them making it easy to find accessible to your data, they're your number one target. Manufacturers, understand that cyber espionage, hackers are targeting your intellectual property. They're trying to find out what your plans are, what you're doing. If they can get that information, they can go to market much faster. Those professional service industries, those POS stations, I know the web security, making sure that you can recoup your money from your paying customers, and the public domain. Remember, the United States government, the Pennsylvania Senate was just hacked. Rather than pay the ransom, the Pennsylvania Senate decided that they were going to rebuild their full infrastructure for a total of $700,000. I don't know any of us who have $700,000 to rebuild our infrastructure. So on the other end of that, we're going to go out of business. So let's forward think to close this out. 
what does your business look like in five years if you're not implementing these 15 ways to protect your business? Are you still around? What does your business look like if you suffer a cyber breach? What does customer reputation look like within your organization? And let's close with Facebook. Facebook has a lot of millenniums and a lot of people using their services. But all I hear is about Facebook being hacked and how it's not safe to use Facebook like it used to be before. Do you want that to be your business? Is it not safe to go into your business and purchase your product or service? Is it not safe to use your POS station? Is it not safe to go to your website? Is it not safe to expect that your organization will come out with the product or service faster than anyone else? Is it not safe to understand that the banking industries and their websites and everything is the primary target of these hackers? So we're going to end with the operational efficiency or the operational resilience, understanding that we have to segment our networks. We have to say that all data is not created equal, that pertinent mission-critical data has to be separate from our open Wi-Fis that our customers consume. We have to have a plan that's going to put us in place. Who are the people? You know, who, who's in charge of a cyber outbreak? Who do we contact? Uh, uh, what are the steps that we're going to take? What are our cyber footprints? How do we handle a breach? You know, are we segmenting emails? You know, are we protecting our employees when they travel for company business? So forward thinking, and as we close, ask yourself, are you doing these things? And if you're not doing these things, I would like to talk to you. My name is Melvin Williams. I am the Director of Business Development here at MNN Communications. We're located here in Montgomery County, Bluebell, Pennsylvania, where we strive every day to bring technology solutions that are transformational in nature to your product or your team. We strive to bring transformational IT solutions that help protect against security vulnerabilities in today's global marketplace. Thank you for your time. Once again, this is Melvin Williams from MNN Communications, and have a great day.